But before the audience, please, I have some questions I want to ask Jack. I want to get them off my chest. Yes, I just want to get them off my chest. Before you ask your questions, Edmund, yes. will I be able to plead the fifth that I don't want to answer this question? <laughs> you are free. You are Why free. Why do you want to answer? Anyway, you are free. <laughs> Let me call my lawyer. I think my lawyer is here. So, so it's okay. It's okay. It's, no, no. Don't worry. You, I'm a considerate person. I'm a considerate person. So it will, it will, be, it will be a simple question. Mohammed, please, you're my lawyer here, so I want you to get ready. Oh yeah. Okay, so I enjoyed I enjoyed the back and forth on, on Twitter and everything, the whole messy Ronaldo back and forth. But I saw and this is part of the reasons why I don't even like Panther anymore on the timeline, because like I saw I saw your tweet the day Messi won the World Cup and it just felt like finally I was vindicated. <laughs> so how did you feel? How did you feel? And why did you make the tweet? How did you feel making the tweet? And, and why did that? Those are my questions. Like, how did you feel making that? You know the tweet I'm talking about. You get How did you feel? And why? You get Because, like, I've been trying to tell you for the better part of, like, the past four years now. Like, every day we went back and forth. So how did you, how did you feel? And, and why did you make the tweet? Okay. Um, I think... This will be the first time I'm going to address this by voice, right? And I believe a lot of people here who have been following the arguments for like four years now, I believe they are part of us here on this space. So the first thing I want people to understand is when it comes to the issue of who is the greatest of all time. Thank you everyone thank you for joining this space i hope you had a great day um in case this is your very first encounter with cartonic cartonic is a modern day gift card exchange platform that bridges the gap between individuals and businesses who need discounted gift cards as premier alternatives on today's space we'll be talking about the likely winner of this season's premier league title obviously the battle has been hot and positions has been switching, switching from left to right and nobody can certainly say the team that is going to leave the trophy. However, the aim of the space is to make denunciations, predict who is going to win, and why we feel so. Obviously, everyone is going to have their individual like reasons, and it might not, it might not align, but that's the fun of the space. So, um, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the co-hosts for today, Edmund Urs. What's up, bro? How are you doing? I'm fine, brother. Good evening. Good evening. Happy to be on the space today. I'm excited. How far? How far? How's your day been so far? Ah, uh, pretty boring day so far. Pretty boring day, but you know, I I want to talk. I want to speak with my guy Jack. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, forward yeah, to talking with you. To be honest, <laughs> Mister Jack, Tita, 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 boss. How far, bro? <laughs> Uh, good evening, uh, host. Edmund, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Happy to be speaking with you. Finally, we are going to have our, our back and forth on Twitter space for the first time. Anyway, you're welcome to this um, Twitter space. I welcome everybody that has joined us already. Uh, host, thank you for bringing this together. I promise you that all of us are going to enjoy it. Um, yes. We will cook. We will cook. Yes, the greatest we'll cook. cooks football Twitter has seen. We will cook here today. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Nice, 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 nice. Uh, okay, I think we should start with Letter to Jack before <laughs> people start getting angry and everything. First question I have for Letter to Jack. What team do you support? Let everybody know here and now. Uh, the best team in the world now. Oh, don't let me, you know, don't let me overreach. The best team in Europe, Chelsea Football Club. Everybody knows now. Real Madrid's all banned. Barcelona's all banned. Manchester United's all banned. You know, I don't want to go too far. Anyway, I'm a Chelsea fan. Everybody knows, and Chelsea is the best club in the world. Forget whatever it is that we are going through mm. right now. Oh, yeah, now. Champions League and the league. Mm. Yeah, now if you say so, if you say so, so okay. Um, it's clear, no shade, know how you want to do you know, if you win. So, do you feel like you have a biased opinion on like the topic, or will you be neutral since Yakokuma not winning it and you don't get a chance of winning it this season? Um, okay, I would say our chances are very slim, but we are still mathematically in this. Anyway, l- let me be a logical Chelsea fan now. Uh, I know that we are not going to win and we'll struggle to make top four. But I'm rooting for Arsenal to win. I'm, I'm going to state my reasons, but if you allow me, go ahead. First of all, you've been the best team in the league this season. And if you if you look at if you look at them, they, they have played more like a team than any other than any other in the league this season. Pep is Pep, actually. Everybody knows that, but uh, he needs this uh, Alan Magic and, you know, the the overspending that we know him for since he got to England. But if you look at what Ateta has done with the team, he took the team from their lowest and now they are riding their wave on top of the league. And I believe that even Edmund will agree with me on that, considering the fact that Arsenal, I think, have the youngest, they have the youngest team uh, on average. If you look at the average Age of the squad and and the the, the goals are coming from everywhere. Saka is undoubtedly the the best player in the league this season. I don't think anybody can argue that as well. And mm, for them to have managed to be top of the league till the international break this uh, match, I don't think anybody will be able to wrestle it away from them. Nothing perfect, do nothing. Okay, okay, okay. So before we go deep into it, Edmond, how far, bro? What team do you support? Let, let, let the audience know. Yeah, I'm a Barcelona fan. I'm a Barcelona. I don't know. I don't know if you're on Twitter and you don't know that I'm a Barcelona fan. Then I don't know. But I'm a Barcelona fan, even though, as far as the Premier League is concerned, I I'm in love with Pep Guardiola as a coach. So I support him. I support him in the normally. Premier League. Yes. Now you're now your former coach. Normally, <laughs> he's a winner. I like winners. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, is I, I does that mean you are siding with City? Do you feel like City is going to win the league? Yeah, I still think City will win it. I still think City will win it. Not because they deserve it. You get life does not always give you what you deserve. Now, like what Jack said is true. Everything he said is true. Um, Arsenal have been very good. They have the youngest squad. And Teta is doing a brilliant job. Like, he's exceeding a lot of people's expectations. Not my own though. Because like I've always seen him as a decent coach, especially the way he started his career with Arsenal, where he came in that that, that season. I think they beat Man City that first. That's his first season. They beat Man City in the in the in the in the FA Cup. You get they also be I think they beat Liverpool in the Community Shield. Also. So like he did that. You get so like I saw that. Okay, this guy has some. This guy has something. I still think that. I don't know. I just I just think that they will stumble. I can't just put it past Pep to 
just somehow just wrestle it out from them. Not because they deserve it, not because they've been the better team, but because one, I think they just have more experience. They have more experience because the season is about to peak. Do you understand? Yes, everything that's been happening is good, but five points is not so much. It's not as it's not as big as people are thinking it is. It's, it's one loss and one draw. Bam, you're done. You still have to go and play City at the Etihad. So I'm still going to put my money on Pep. Uh, let, let me come in from, from there, Edmond. Um, I, I think there are some negative factors here that will work against uh, Manchester City in the race. Number one, we need to remember that Arsenal, they are out of Europe. They don't have any European commitment from now to the end of the season. Which so is what will make it funnier when they don't they, win it. They don't have to play on Thursdays anymore. And Manchester City, between now and uh, April, I think right after the international break, they have a lot of games that um, they are going to play. And I believe that in their preparation for all those big European games, they are going to want to drop their guards a little bit. And that will give us a chance to, you know, increase their lead at the top. I, I think everything right now, as far as the league is concerned, everything is playing towards Arsenal's favour. And, and if you ask me, I'll say that it was very strategic of them to opt out of, um, to lose in Europe and, you know, lose to Sporting so that they can focus on the league. Finally, and you know, if they have their focus on the league, I can assure you that with the way the team is playing right now, they're going to drop points. They, they could face City and lose again, but I am 100% certain that City will drop points as well. They will drop more, even more points along the line, really in April when they'll be playing the Champions League semi finals than Arsenal. So, at the end of the day, they are still supposed to win, they are in the full position to win. Yeah, yeah and that's the question. That's the question I, I wanted to like chip in. So because we are getting to the peak of the season and we know how April and May is, yeah, I want to ask both of you, like, do you feel like squad depth would matter in this point of view? Like, because the games are getting hit and everything, like, would squad depth pay, play a role? Or do you feel like of course, it should be as important? Of course, squad depth will, will play a role. Squad depth will pay, play a role because, I mean, you need to rotate players now. You get both... In a way, like, Jack, I understand you looking at it like, okay, City have more games to play. Arsenal have less games to play. Arsenal have more rest. But it's also form. And in football, for you to hit form, you need to be playing games. You get So it could happen in a crazy way. And also, I, and, and just because, if it was a Champions League competition, I would not, I'm not so confident with Pep because, like, knockout games, a lot of things can happen. But he's a league master. This man has... He, he has done it so many times. Like, I cannot just bet against him. That's just it. Like, I'm just going with who is more... Another thing with, with, with this whole thing is, like, right now, it's not the best team that is going to win. It's the more experienced team. The team that can hold their nerves. The team that can be down maybe one zero seventy eight. I know Arsenal are showing that, but I just think that City will put more pressure on them and I think they will crack. I, I just feel they will crack. You get, but obviously, squad depth will be very important. And City have it like they can play without Haaland. They can play with Haaland. In fact, it even looks like they're even better without Haaland, like last season compared to this season. You get, but I think that he will be able to find solutions to their players that are out of form. And he has been doing that. It's only a miracle they are second, because they've been bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Um, Jack, I have something for you. Like for this season, have you guys noticed any? Will I call it biased or any VAR favorite team? Like how like Manu has gotten away with some kind of things in the past. Sorry if Manu fans are here, but have you noticed anything of sorts of this season or is looking balanced? 
Uh, uh, the thing is, at, at the at the end, at the beginning of the season, uh, the very bad decisions were quite rampant. But immediately after the World Cup, they have reduced. And if you look at it, some people have always said this thing over the years. I mean, commentators and all that. These bad decisions, these negative decisions, they even themselves have over the course of the season. Like, like everybody will get their fair share of of the robberies, in quotes. Everybody, everything will get their fair share. But uh, in the last season, maybe 10, 12, um, 5, uh, 8 years ago, Manchester United used to get uh, the more, uh, uh, more of the decisions in their favour. If you if you uh, if you put it all together at the end of the season, but now I believe that uh, there is no predisposition towards the team anymore. I thought that maybe with with Potter, Chelsea were going to have that edge with referees, you know, fifty fifty penalty kicks and all. But but this season, since since uh, the league restarted after the World Cup, you will see that the officiating has not been perfect. There have been one or two, you know. One or two robberies or bad officiating, but at the end of the day, you will see that you see that everybody is getting their fair share, and and nobody is getting robbed. Nobody is getting that uh, dubious, dubious PK in the next seven or or right after the final whistle has been blown. Manchester United are not being favored like they used. Manchester City are not getting that odd odd decision in their favor. Yeah, I mean late in the game. So 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 far. As far as I'm concerned, I think I think this season everything is uh, balanced. If you look at it uh, in the long run, in the long term. Yeah, yeah, that's Bruno penalty. Now, real definition of miracle, not the tired Jesus. But I'm seeing a lot of new new people here, and if this is your very first time being acquainted with Cartonic, Cartonic is a modern digital exchange platform that bridges the gap between individuals and businesses who need who need discounted digital as payment alternatives. I'm here with two of my biggest um, Twitter troublemakers, Man, um, Edmund Uris and Letter to Jack, and we're obviously talking about who would possibly win the league as of this season. So I have a question for you, Edmund. Um, is it possible, obviously everything is possible, but do you think it's possible that both City and Arsenal go to the league and someone else wins it? Well, impossible, like impossible, 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 impossible. It's impossible. Nobody else can. Nobody can happen. They are too far off, both in terms of quality and in terms of point. My United just this morning and they shake, but we know say they're not fit. You understand? They can't. They, they don't have the. They don't have it yet. Not yet. I think it's too soon for me. Maybe next season. You get maybe next season with the way Ten Hag is going, but not this season. I think they are too close. It also looks like they are prioritizing Europa League as well. Yeah, because like, I mean, it won't be bad for them. It won't be a bad start for him. If I'm the one, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but not the league. I think the league is too far gone. Like in terms of apart from even on their best day, I don't think I don't think they beat us now, and and they, they couldn't even beat us now at the Emirates. You get you guys saw what happened now, and they scored first. You get so I don't think I don't think they they can yet. So I think it's still City or Arsenal. I'll say that um, putting Manchester United in the discussion is, is a joke. A, a, a club that lost 7 0 this year wants to challenge for the league. Come, 7 0. Come on now. It's not possible now. It's not possible. They are even going to struggle to make that up for that. They, they are so pumped about. Anyway, um, another thing that I want to add to this uh, Pep dilemma is this is Pep's uh, seventh season, right? At uh, Manchester, maybe seventh or sixth. I think uh, if you if you ask him to pick between the Champions League and the league this season, 
he's going to pick the Champions League because if he doesn't win it again this season, um, he's going to feel defeats coming at him. And, but he can't and, win it. They can't beat Bayern. They can't beat Bayern Munich. You get that's so on that. No, they can't. And why? Is, why? Why? Is, why are you so sure about that? I I wouldn't they, say Bayern Munich played so spectacularly against PSG. It's just that PSG are bad. Bayern Munich are going to win the Champions League. <laughs> Those guys are hungry. You put you put in you put this maybe or maybe because of the perspective I watch them from as a PSG and Messi fan, but like those guys that, know that, it that, to do. You know, being being a PSG and Messi fan, anybody would be you'd be like, ah, they have to go all the way so that our banter will reduce a little bit. But I can tell you so what that, do you think wins the Champions League, Jack? I think it's still between Manchester City, Napoli, and those those teams that Napoli Una. I don't, I don't want to mention... You know, you know, Napoli have a very sweet pass to the to the final. And their pass is easier than the likes of Chelsea, uh, Bayern, Real Madrid. I don't want to mention that club. Bayern, the other Spanish club. And... <laughs> but... Why, why, why you not talk? You talk say, you talk say, Napoli, why you not talk Chelsea? You know, still did the competition now. Why you not talk say Chelsea will win it? We are. I, I, I like us when we are underdogs. I don't want to. Eh? I don't want anybody to focus on us. We are underdogs right With now. With generational talent, Harvard leading the I line. I want to tell you that can if, win. Kai is if Kai is there, Chelsea can still win the league. Trust me. This is you know. Chelsea is a mess. No, don't don't worry, don't worry. Harvard can go on the run of maybe. 10 games with 30 goals and we win 10 because every league games and here we are at the top challenging us at two games of the season and then we beat them on the final day or we beat the team we are supposed to be on the final day the draw and Chelsea are champions you, you know these things now football you can't write the script okay so, so let's pick one and let's when you have international talent now. with you somebody like Kai you have, it, you have him in your team nothing is impossible Nothing. Nothing is impossible. Oh yeah, but seriously, realistically, do you think you're actually going to make like top four? I'm not even trying to joke. Like, cause everything you were saying, that one is, is fiction. Seriously, non-fictionally, okay, okay. Not, do you think joking. you can make top four with the way you are drawing? I'm not joking. If you filled ten logs of wood with Kai Havertz right now, Chelsea will still top four. So we still have better players and we still have Kai Havertz. So the rest are sure that we are going to make top four. No way. This happens on the one you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me. <laughs> okay, but let's pick. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know who you guys, who you guys think is actually going to win Champions League. Like with everything I've seen this season, I think Napoli are good. Yeah, I think maybe they get to the final at best. But anybody on this other side of the draw gets to the final, I think they win it. I think if City get there, they win it. If Madrid get there, you push your own sleep on Madrid. Don't like that. That don't, don't yeah. That. No, but we have to now. <laughs> we have to. We have to. But we say that every time and then they win it. Are you? It's you. Once they meet Chelsea now, they are going to see what they want to see. Forget, forget their own. They are not going anywhere. The, the Champions League is between Napoli, Bayern and Manchester City. Anyway, um, so that we don't continue with the back and forth, I think we need to give um, some of our speakers the chance to yes, before, yes, before yes, yes. Them, um, Jack, but Jack. before I just wanted, I just wanted before we jump to them, I just wanted to ask you um to predict your top four, Edmaris predict your top four, then we come to um 
the audience and see who they feel the who yeah, yeah, yeah. before before the audience please i have some questions i want to ask jack i want to get them off my chest yes i just want to get them off my chest okay but my top four my top four i would say man city arsenal i think man united will finish in the top four i think they will do enough to finish the top four eh that last one is tough for Liverpool. You guys should not rule out Liverpool. I know, I know it doesn't look like they are there yet, but Liverpool have that. I don't know. There's just something about them. I've seen them do it many times. You get so it will be Liverpool, Newcastle. I don't think Newcastle can do it. I think I will go with um, Liverpool. Those four. Okay, okay. What about you, Letters Jack? Um, I think it's very simple. I'm gonna go with them, but on this. Uh, Manchester City, Arsenal, one or two, but I believe Arsenal finished first, followed by Man United and Liverpool. Liverpool have two games in hand, and they are like, um, um, how many points? Like seven points behind Spurs in fourth. So definitely, definitely, they are going to make it. They are going to okay. make it. Okay, okay. But um, I, I like Newcastle also has two games. You don't think? Um, they are good enough to be that up for. They are not ready so, yet. They are not ready. No, no, because they lack, they lack the experience in this final yes. uh, morning of the season. Uh, I mean, I, I felt so as well, as well, but as of twenty six matches played, they are form, still fifth. Like, oh, I, I don't think they are form. They've lost their, uh, they've lost two, they've lost two of their last four games, right? And I think I don't think their form is that impressive as it was um, earlier in the season. So I believe Liverpool are going to keep them over. I go over sports, but top six will be Arsenal, Manchester City, Man United, Liverpool, Sports, Newcastle, Chelsea in seventh. Yes, you guys will enjoy the conference league. I would love that, and I think I deserve it. Generational habits in the mood. I would like to no, add no, no, that. No, no, no. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. So top four should be um, Arsenal, <laughs> Chelsea, Manchester City, in that order. Then Liverpool. Man United will finish seventh. <laughs> okay. So, can so I, I go on? Can on now? I'm ready. Yes. Before you go on, I want to, I want to know. Yeah, ask me a question, Edmund. He, he was saying something. He was saying something. Before you ask your questions, Edmund, yes. will I be able to plead the fifth that I don't want to answer this question? <laughs> you are free. You are Why free, do you want to answer? Yeah, you are free. <laughs> Let me call my lawyer. I think my lawyer is here. So so it's okay. It's okay. It's, no, no. Don't worry. You, I'm a considerate person. I'm a considerate person. So it will be, it will be, it will be a simple question. Mohamed, please. You're my lawyer here. So I want you to get ready. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I enjoyed I enjoyed the back and forth on on Twitter and everything. The whole Messi Ronaldo back and forth, but I saw, and this is part of the reasons why I don't even like banter anymore on the timeline. Because like I saw, I saw your tweet the day Messi won the World Cup, and it just felt like finally I was vindicated. <laughs> so how did you feel? How did you feel? And why did you make the tweet? How did you feel making the tweet? And and why did that? Those are my questions. Like how did you feel making that? You know the tweet I'm talking about. You get how do you feel and why you get because like I've been trying to tell you for the better past of like the past four years now, like every day we went back and forth. So how did you how did you feel and, and why did you make the tweet? Okay, um I think this will be the first time I'm going to address this by voice, right? And 
I believe a lot of people here who have been following the arguments for like four years now, mm, I believe they are part of us here on this space. So the first thing I want people to understand is when it comes to the issue of who is the greatest of all time, it has never been about who is the better footballer for me. It has always been about who has done it more at the biggest stage. It's not when you need sentiments to be voted to win an award or whatever. The biggest performances on the biggest stages. And until December last year, Ronaldo has had the biggest moments in football. The biggest moments in football. And I believe that um, as far as club football is concerned, um, the Champions League is the biggest on earth, right? And if you look at performances in the Champions League, Messi, Messi is somebody who performs very well in the group stages and the earlier stages. But as soon as you, you move to the closer um, stages, um, I mean, I mean, other stages of the game, of the competition, you see that Ronaldo just blows Messi out of the water. And if anybody has been following me prior to December 2022, I've always said that if you said Messi was the greatest of all time between uh, 2010 and probably 2014, you'll be right. But the fact that Ronaldo turned, up, turned on his turbo around that 2014 and went on the uh, Champions League triple uh, uh, broke the UCL uh, goal scoring record, was the assist record, and at the same time he won the Euros with Portugal. That that tipped him over the scale for me. That was when he became the greatest to do it. And if you consider other factors, like Ronaldo is the only player that has been uh, the best player in three separate leagues in Europe. He has won the top scorer. Uh, uh, top. Uh, <coughs> he has been top scorer in three of the top five Europe uh, Europe's leagues, and you know. A lot of other achievements. If you look at it, he's the only player that has won the um, Ballon d'Or, the Champions League, the FIFA Best Player of the Year, etc. With two different teams in Europe. So all those things points to who is the greater for me. If you are talking about who is who is more te uh, technically gifted, who is more aesthetically pleasing, you can have the argument. I'm talking about pre prior to December 2022 now. But then, I have always said that the Champions League, uh, the, the World Cup, I mean, is the biggest stage on earth. I don't want to know whether you read your way through or you read your way to win. Once you win the World Cup, only two Champions Leagues can equal the World Cup. And, and, and that is if the person you are debating against does not have four Champions League titles already. So, it, 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 uh, the moment Messi won the World Cup, I, I was actually praying that he doesn't win. Truly. Is one of the things that I really, really wish didn't happen, and I was rooting for Mbappe to turn it around. And it felt like a dream, but it happened. Like I, I, sometimes I still pinch myself that it happened. It still feels yeah, no, like no, no, a dream, no, no, but it happened. It's, it's good that it happened. Now it's sports, right? And we win some, we lose some, but it was not hard for me. From the before the World Cup, I said that whoever wins the World Cup between Messi and Ronaldo will be the goat. I don't, I don't argue with. I've already stated it. So when Messi won. It was not difficult for me to proclaim him as good. Everything has always been. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Okay, so sorry, sorry, I'm I'm cutting short. So my next question is: Did you actually think he was going to win it? Because like when you were making that tweet, did you actually think, or you were just because you know there are some things we say we're just like okay, you know go feed Duam now. Was that the no, case? Did you did you actually say him as a contender? If you search my tweets before the World Cup, I said some things. I said Argentina have a more balanced squad than Brazil. I said Enzo Fernandez is the best. Misfida in the world, the best passer in the world. I said it before. I said Enzo Fernandez will be the uh, sensation of the World Cup. I said it now. I was just wishing that 
that they meet a super team that will defeat them, maybe France, or if they have met France in like the semi-final, things would have been different. So it's not that I thought they were not going to win. I, I was thinking that, okay, let me say this is my thought. Maybe the Argentina and Portugal will meet in the semi-finals or, or the final or in the top place match. But but no, it's not like I thought Argentina were not going to win. I knew that they have the potentials to win with the kind of players that they were taking to the World Cup. And that's their very annoying goalkeeper. He's very good. Massive, massive, massive. So, Fair. So, Fair. Massive did not win the World Cup. My argument is still that Ronaldo is the greatest to ever do it. But how do you argue against somebody who has been run out in the World Cup and who has won the World Cup and won the World Cup as the top scorer? There, there's no argument anymore now. There okay, sorry. There, before there. you move on, before you move on, why is it that it is in December that you came towards this um, conclusion? When the Ballon d'Or, like as of like the amount they have is seven five, why see, why like why see, is it now that I have against the Ballon d'Or system? If you look at the okay, wait, you have one hundred and seventy journalists deciding who is the best player in the world. That's the Ballon d'Or system. I prefer the FIFA, uh, the best system where fans will vote, captains will vote, and journalists. Who has have, more like, FIFA the best? Who has more FIFA the best? Ronaldo has more now. If you look at it, like FIFA Please, says, please I don't think we should even be. I, I, sorry, I don't think we should, we should even be like debating. I no, think no, his I point want, makes I want to sense. But for me, I want to ask another question on Ronaldo now. Like, how did you see his time in Europe ending? Because another argument we had again was like, I told you how he was making my United a poorer a club, club, a poorer team. We had the argument. I said he was making him worse. I know you use the O'Halland now as a, you know, analogy to do that. O'Halland is making Man City worse because, like, they're first and they're second and all that. But, like, seeing what happened, especially that interview with um, Pierce Morgan, you get, what did you think about that? That's his fan. Genuinely, you get, because I know I haven't made a tweet coming out to say that, like, this guy, the cap, because of some of the things, the way he talked about, like, disrespecting him. When it was obvious to all of us that were watching that, Okay, it's not the way you are saying. Okay, so how did you see that happening? And then the the World Cup as well. Like he he, he didn't have a good World Cup on the final game that would decide his last World Cup performance in history. I, I saw him crying; it broke my heart to be honest. He now started from the bench, like he couldn't even do anything to decide his own fate. Came on the bench, I think. And then, I, I think this is your emotions speaking. Um, Ronaldo's time at Manchester United was a good time. Was their best player now? Before I, I'm not going to cite Alan Alanzamfi, I'm going to cite Messi. Has Messi improved PSG? No, he hasn't. Okay, no. does that mean Messi is a terrible player? No, it doesn't. But the, the difference is, you did not, you refused to admit that wait, Ronaldo wait. did not improve. But Messi, you see, I admitted, I know he doesn't. It doesn't mean Ronaldo side by side. Ronaldo did more because Ronaldo was playing with the super Manchester United team. Now. They needed to buy a new defender to stabilize the team. They needed to buy a new DM to stabilize the midfield. Rashford was injured. Sancho was, I don't know, I don't know wherever he was. They had to take him to Kamataj uh, to bring him back. And the old team was in shambles. You cannot, DJ was not, DJ was not DJ last season now. You cannot blame Ronaldo for that. This guy popped up in the Champions League for them, in the league, in many games. If Rashford was Rashford last season, if it, was, it wasn't just for the first three months of the season and, and it was out of form, everybody can testify to that. You cannot even compare that to 
Messi boasting Neymar and Mbappe. In the, in the front line with him, he has Di Maria, in the, Di Maria on the bench. He has a lot of players, Sergio Ramos, Donnarumma and all that. Ronaldo was never that lucky at Manchester United. And still, he delivered. Look at the look look at the compilation of chances Bruno Fernandez missed last season. So you are saying it now like okay, Messi's player, Messi's Messi. You you are saying it like Messi's this these names you've mentioned, these Messi names you mentioned. You were saying like they were on their best form when they had them at PSG. Are they on their best form? Yes, if you look at last season, if you look at last season, Mbappe was the was the top scorer at PSG, and he was the top assistant at PSG. Is he not? He was he not on his best form? He outscored Messi, uh, Messi and Neymar combined. He outassisted both of them combined. Okay. So was all these the factors. Best? All these factors. And, after and all said and done. After all said and done. That that this is this is this is my own argument. After all said and done, I don't think admitting that Ronaldo made them worse means Ronaldo is a bad player. Yo, that is my argument. That is my no, argument. What I'm saying, Manchester United was they were considering goals. Is that Ronaldo's fault? So we so we asked you, why is it that we asked that? Why is it that? Okay, so why is it not is it not funny that before they came, if they finished second, now that that he has left, they are popping again. What do you say about that? It's the same players. Even okay. even even if so what, I'm telling you that before Ronaldo came. The team was in shambles. We, everybody who watched that team for 30 minutes knew that they needed... How did they now finish second and get to the Europa League final? Finish second and go to the Europa League final? Yes. Before Ronaldo. That was that was what happened before he came now, yes now? Okay, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's true. Yes, they, they, they did that. They finished second and got to the final because Rashford and Marshall were on form now. Rashford was not injured. Masha was not injured. The players were performing. Did Ronaldo injure uh, Rashford? The J was still on form. Now you cannot, you cannot just say Ronaldo came and destabilized the team. When it was so you say it was as a striker. You say, so, so it was bad timing. It was just bad timing. Yes, that's what that's what I kept on saying about it. That if there was, if there was, uh, if there was a Martinez in their uh, in their in their defense, and there was a Casemiro in their midfield, and Rashford was on form. Things will not have gone bad. That's a lot of it. So, so what did you think about the interview? The interview, obviously. The uh, interview with Chris Morgan. In hindsight, now in hindsight, I think I think Ronaldo destroyed his career in Europe with that interview. In hindsight, now did Manchester United disrespect him? Definitely, because even if you look at the news that came out last week that um, the wife suffered two miscarriages. I, I think for a man going through that, the club did not support him enough because there were so many rumors, there were so many bad press about him that they did not correct. They did not come out to correct it. That's that's number one. Number two, I, I don't think when you are going through a lot, somebody like Piers Morgan, who is, who is an attention seeker, an attention whore, who is the person you go to, to talk to. Piers Morgan was not interested in... That's Ronaldo. crazy. He was more interested in... him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's just say that Ronaldo, and and the whole thing, the whole interview, shadow, overshadowed Portugal's presence. You know, you know when you use when you when you destabilize the team without even knowing. Everybody was just talking about Ronaldo's interview, Ronaldo's interview, and at the end of the day, look at the boomerang the whole thing caused. They led to Ronaldo being benched, even when he did not decide to be benched. But they, they, they thought that okay, 
the uproar, the noise around him was too much. If he had gone to the World Cup quiet, even if they had benched him, everybody would say it's because he's good. But but the noise surrounding him going into the World Cup and, and the tantrums he threw at the World Cup, all, all that combined really, really affected Portugal's psyche. He didn't need to be benched. If you look at the game that he lost, he should have been there. But because that, that boy popped the hat trick and it was like, ah, okay, okay, can bench Ronaldo, you know. You know, it, it played right into, into the media's trap. And look at how that turned out. I believe that Ronaldo will still play in the next World Cup anyway. I have that. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, sir. If you look at all like Ronaldo, you would rather be on the bench and hope that they win. Ronaldo will play in the next World Cup. If he was not going to play okay. in the next World Cup, he would have retired. Okay. Okay. Do you know okay. what I think? Okay. I think after this, we can, we can take questions. Sorry, let me just let this up. I'm happy. I've, 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 I've been wanting to have this talk and i'm going to put this on my podcast because like i like the conversation yeah but i've wanted to have this talk for a long time with that like to just get on in the call i was thinking i'll come and see him physically so we can do it but like this has just answered a lot of the questions that i had um you you you, you spoke well i like i like it but one thing i want to say about this whole ronaldo thing at the end especially like i like that you can admit that it was a mistake to do that especially with Pierce morgan of all people he only cares about himself he's looking it was such a big deal for him i think he's like the biggest thing he has done in his career to be honest you get again, i think I, I want to say that i learned a vital lesson during the ronaldo saga if you look at Ronaldo, Ronaldo was the best, was the greatest to ever do it until Messi won the World Cup. But do you know one thing I learned? Is that the truth is, the world does not like loud people. The same way Mori, Mori, Mourinho experienced his downfall and is trying to build his way back now, is exactly the same thing that happened to Ronaldo. The world loves you when you are out there, when, when you can walk the talk, you know. But as soon as things go wrong, they are going to bite back with you being loud. But if we're, if we're a quiet person, look at somebody like Pep or Messi who are fake humble. Everybody knows that Messi and Pep are fake humble now. Fake humble? Was... Fake humble? Yeah, it's like you don't want the space to end though. Fake humble? But I've been saying the truth this morning, you've been agreeing now. So this, no, this no, morning, no, 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 I don't agree with that. But I'll let you land though. Okay. Look at somebody like, like Pep and Messi that are fake humble. You know, they, they do it. They know how to play to the media, you know, in the open. They, they can do whatever it is that they want to do so that they will not get into the trap of the media. And now, because of that humility, if you look at, if you look at this world, anybody that is loud, the media tends to turn against them, you know, because they, because they can give them headlines when things are going right. The media will be their fans, their best fans, they will hail them. But as soon as things go wrong, the media will still continue to feast on them until they devour them. It's the price you pay. So I think yes, I think yes. I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you say is true. Everything you say is true. And what you said is also what I wanted to use to end this whole session. Like Ronaldo doing I think that there are some people who operate best when the pressure is higher. And I think those are the kind of people Ronaldo is, Moreno is. Do you get and that's why you see them when Moreno was at Real Madrid, like it was war. That's how he can get his players motivated. That's how he can get them. Like, yeah, let's go and kill these people. Let's go and win. Do you get? So I think for Ronaldo, win, and that's why you can even see it in league games. He's better in Champions League when the stakes are high. You see him where you think say nothing. Ronaldo will just squash because like he likes it. So he he wants to show people that guys, I can do it. And then obviously he knows people are going to doubt him. So the hate and all the anger, everybody's against him. So it's like, okay, yes, I want to show myself now. But. It's risky because on the days when you fuck up, people will drag you rightly so. 
rightly so. If you brag, if you brag and you fuck up, people are going to drag you. It's normal. If you are loud, if you are loud about what you are doing, because there are people who are not loud and are doing it. Do you get? There are people who are not loud and they are doing it. So if you are loud about it, if you are loud about it, it, it goes two ways. If Ronaldo had done that interview, I think this was what he wanted to do. Done that interview, went to the World Cup and bust it and won it. There will be no argument. Everybody shut up. Do you get? He said you will be working on the boy. It didn't happen like that. So you get the opposite. Do you understand? So that's how I, that's how I think it is. I was going to use the World Cup to shut everybody up. But the boomerang of it all was was terrible. Was terrible. So can we call him a foolish tortoise? for everyone. Let's can we call him? A... I don't brag. I think I think we are going to extend our time for the auto because we've used most of the time to argue. So I'm ready to add like extra twenty minutes so I can give people a chance to talk or not. Edmond, Alpha. to ask my own questions, but when we are done, let people talk. When okay. we are done, I will put my questions back at you. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you have a question. Me, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. So we want to let people talk now, yeah? Yeah. Okay. 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 I did. So um, I think Akesha okay, so, has uh, master class on, 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 on mute his mic. I don't know if you're here. Hi. How's it going? Hi. Uh, so who do you hey, think is going to win great, the league, Arsenal or Man City? Uh, definitely Arsenal. Uh. Especially with what we, what you guys were touching upon earlier, when it comes to depth, uh, Man City have to focus on the Premier League, the Champions League, and the FA Cup. And Arsenal have a super deep squad, and they only have to focus on the Premier League. I don't see any way how they're going to give up an eight-point advantage. I know that City have a game in hand, but I'd rather take the points on the board. No points are ever guaranteed, especially if that game in hand is against Liverpool. So, uh, yeah, I have to say that it's uh, definitely going to Arsenal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what about um experience? Do you think um because Man City has had this with Liverpool a couple of like two three seasons where everything ends in crunch time. Do you feel like experience is going to kick in when um the walls are closing in and you are playing um teams fighting for top four, fighting for relegation, and top six as well? Uh, no, actually. Uh, the reason is because Arsenal have brought on a lot of experience when it comes to bringing on names like Trussard, names like uh, Jorginho. Uh, these are experienced, Zinchenko even, and Jesus. These are all experienced players that have been in title runs before. Uh, Jorginho, not maybe with Chelsea, but in terms of with his Champions League run. Uh, I know that we also have the experience. And again, we only have to focus on one competition. City don't have as deep a squad as many people think. There's a lot of players that can play a lot of different positions, but at, there's only so many players. Uh, I Pep definitely needs to get that Champions League, especially after getting Holland. That's his main goal. I don't see any way how Arsenal are going to split this up and that City can maintain the pressure that they did in years prior. Okay, okay, okay. Um, thank you so much. Um, let's hear from another um, listener. I think I have Iawo. Messi, uh, I think you can meet your micro. Oh, okay, sorry, that's going to be a legend. Good evening, everybody. Can you hear me? Good evening, good evening. How are you doing? I'm yes, fine. Hey. I'm fine. First of all, that's nice when you did it, and there is nothing Masiti can do about it. Edmond, my guy, I've nervous. I cannot agree with you on this one. That's nice when you did it because. 
this is all they have got. And like this, like this, Man City, their eyes is on that Champions League. That's why they go and buy a land. So like this now, they cannot come and be focusing on Premier League. First of all, Pep wants the FA Cup more than he wants the Premier League. Self. If you see the way he's playing the, the competition, you will know that if he jam man you in that final, he will crush them. And if he manages to beat Bayern, manage you, I did not say he will beat Bayern. But if he manages to beat Bayern, I think they are going to go on to win the trophy. As long as he has Bayern out of the way. But for Madrid, Jack, and with you, you people are going to trash Madrid. This one, there is nothing to talk about it. But Premier League, Arsenal is winning it. Because that's, in fact, my dad is an Arsenal fan. He owes me thank you if Arsenal win. So there is no need coming to... So yes, I think Arsenal will of course, there has to be a monetary reason. Ah. <laughs> it's not just monetary reason. Though. I feel Arsenal deserves it because they have worked so hard for this cup. You understand? So I feel they deserve well, it. You don't always get what you deserve from life, child. Like I don't. This whole deserve thing. Like I saw the whole Griezmann issue to Griezmann and Papi captain, and people are saying Griezmann deserves. Griezmann deserves it. Griezmann, thirty-two years old man, deserves it when Papi twenty-four. The future is the future. You should go and you give captaincy you know to so people. You know why so people, I don't think people you deserve, have you don't deserve anything. About this Griezmann and Mbappe this thing. Griezmann makes more contribution to the team. See, let me not lie. I, I like Messi. I like Mbappe. But when it comes to putting contribution in the team, in the field. Okay, take take the World Cup, for example. World Cup final. Apart from that uh, 15 minutes they spent in the dress room that Mbappe was doing that his motivational talk, what other thing did he do on the pitch in that first 45 minutes? What did this man do in that first 45 minutes? Are you kidding me? Are you not seeing those passes? From the Which midfield, passes? Griezmann Which did passes? a Which lot passes? of things. It's just dirty. Eh? <laughs> hey, God. See, Griezmann, Griezmann did oh. apart from apart from okay apart from this apart from this World Cup. Talk about the 2018 World Cup in Russia. It's 2023. What you did 2023 don't matter now. This person has been making impact in the team. It's not just a one-time something. It's not just something that you just come in a day because you scored two goals or you scored three goals. You are now making more impacts than him in the team. He's been there and he's always been, always. He can be vice captain. He's good for a vice captain. He can be vice captain. He can be vice captain. He should go and retire. What is it? Exactly. See, this is this is the thing. Like they want to build a new. This is a new generation. Griezmann is a part of the old generation. You don't even know where he's going to be playing next season or two seasons time. He's 32 years old. Simeone may leave Man City soon. Even if Simeone does not leave, how many teams did they even play for, 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 for Atletico? He come back. How many teams did he play for Baka? Is it that one that wants to be 32 years? When you have Mpapi that is young and vibrant and hungry, Mpapi wants to crush everything. So, so now... You think is is about being young? It's not about being young. The charismatic leader is Mbappe. What what does Griezmann do that this boy Kalisunami Nabi? What's his name? Cannot do. So what are you talking about? So you take the Germany over Griezmann in a team like France. 
and you are, you watch all their match. Even Giroud draws more than him. What is he doing that you are saying? Yes, Giroud is debatable because because of the way he plays. But Griezmann is a very very so important why can't you, why can't player, you especially in that midfield. So why would you nominate Giroud to be captain then? Well, I don't like Giroud. I prefer Griezmann. Oh, <laughs> this one is from a personal note. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we are going to make sure that you become uh, France, uh, France next manager. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Manager, <laughs> Before we go to like the, the, the French, the French politics, because the dressing room is always having one issue or the other. If it's not now, it was during the Euros. Um, um, Kadesh, I think you can meet your mic. So let's hear two cents on the topic. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, I think the the point of view that Yao Messi also is coming from is the point of in Nigeria more than wanting the senior to get a fair share of the opportunities and maybe goodies. <laughs> 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 like if you talk um, captaincy, now you, you merit it. Mbappe um, merits it, so you don't like Declan Rice now. Is it is it the most senior in West Ham team? Is it not their captain? So that's not that's not it. So talking about the Premier League. I feel you just cannot write off a Pep Guardiola's Man City team off. You can't write off a Pep Guardiola. Even if it's two games remaining. And last night is, is leading with four points. I still can write them off. That's just my own contribution. A man that knows ball. Yeah. A man that knows ball. I, I don't know how I can follow you two times. <laughs> so that's it. Um, when, um, Edmund, kudos. I'm a fan of your podcast. I listen to them. So you are doing a nice job. Oh, wow, yeah, this is so random. Thank you. But the question, <laughs> the question I want to ask you, Kadesh, see, it's not really yeah. about in for you. I don't think it's going to be about writing of pep because I don't think anyone would. But are you backing Arsenal to the end in terms of consistency? Although they've not really displayed like, um, okay, but okay, let's like let's let's, like, let's simply put, let's simply put, I think if you look at the ground of fixtures remaining, I think Arsenal has a difficult part. Compared to Man City, if my if, if my memory that's, that, right. that's that's another important thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Arsenal is still. Is still what, do you mean? what do you mean by that? What do you mean by who are they playing? I think Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal have not played Chelsea second leg. Am I correct? Like, hello. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't. They've, played, they've only played that. that they haven't. They've got. They, they've got one leg with City, which City is definitely winning. Um, that was sure. I'm very sure. Hundred percent. One million percent sure that so City will yes, win. Yes. Um, eh? At the end, yes. Yeah. So they've got that one. That one they is, still have a game. They, um, Arsenal has a game with Liverpool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly where I'm coming. That they have a game with Liverpool. And if Liverpool can play, can can. Play, like replicate that um, form they played Man- Manchester United with. They will trash that Arsenal. Yes, because the game is that Anfield. Yeah, just that it's been inconsistent. That's the problem. So, so I'm a Chelsea fan. Though, so not... I'm even praying for Chelsea to help us beat Arsenal. Chelsea? Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea? <laughs> Where are you shocked? I'm a Chelsea fan. That's why. That's why I'm a, like. That's why I'm a, I'm a ardent follower of Man oh, of okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. 
which is normal. Nobody wants their their London <laughs> rival to win. Yeah, I rather see. I rather Man City win it for hundred times. Yeah. Like even if they say as a, uh, Man City should win this league, it will be counted as five for them. No problem. Nobody is talking about Man City. I don't have any Man City fan friend that can banter me. But I say now, Jesus Christ, the timeline will be dead. Like the timeline will be confusing if they win. I might not come online for two days because I need to cleanse the timeline before I come online. <laughs> and okay, maybe uh, let's get um Kelvin. I'm trying to get the United fan to speak. Aside from this topic, I have some questions. Like the uh, there was a very short period. I don't know if you guys remember. It's only if you are sharp. There was one very short period that they were saying they're in the title race. Very, very short. <laughs> but it seems like everybody has kept quiet of that. I, 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 like, I, I witnessed that, that time. It was very, very, very short. But <laughs> I think I think they, they defeated. I think after they defeated Man like the way they took away that confidence. Like I need an a, a United fan to come up here and tell me what happened to their title race. But um, Kelvin, you can miss your mic and let's see if it's on the on topic. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. That that period, Man City were uh, sorry, Manchester United were starting to talk about the title. That that was like the the funniest period of my life in football. In 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 football, like just one, two, three fluke like this. They don't they, they don't they gone for the league. Like as it was so insulting to me. Like wait wait till they worry you nani you nadi why me so I'm I'm happy they were humbled, seriously humbled. But that by that uh, Liverpool, that Liverpool seven seven zero. I'm happy. Like every nobody will come here, come the no matter you could talk now. Say we are going for the title or anything. That being said, um, letter to Jack. I'll put it to you that there are so many people on this Twitter land that will never forgive you for that that messy post you made on that World Cup day. This banter, we are supposed to take this banter to our graves. Like you, you, you fall hands for for the whole clan. The, in fact, the clan you fall our hands that day. And now, see, many of us no go forgive you. This banter now, we too will carry go grave. Whether World Cup, if Messi like me, carry five World Cup. <laughs> to me, <laughs> to me, bro, Ronaldo, I sense, I sense confusion in enemy bro. camp. Hey, see what Messi don't do a bit. Then they expect the World Cup. Are they you? That's the normal. That was the normal. That's the normal thing. That World Cup is rigged. World Cup penalty, penalty, penalty. So, as somebody came out and said his mind, he pained them. You get now. Let me address Mr. Kelvin and my my fellow Ronaldo soldiers. Please, we need to understand that we lost the war. In my opinion, anyway, the battle was going to continue, but I, I I don't do banter that I cannot back up with logic. It's going to sound even stupid to me. And the fact that, see, we could have just sacrificed uh, whether it is Ogustetu or anywhere in Nigeria for Messi to not win the World Cup. But I called my Baba, it did not work. I called my pastor, it did not work. So what are we going to do? It has happened, it has happened, and we need to accept it. See, the arguments will come later. We are just going to root for Mbappe now because the enemy of our enemies are friends now. But as far as Messi, and I believe that Messi has, Messi has completed football. Nobody can doubt that he did not complete football now. He ended as runner up in 2014. He came back to win. Wait till we won the argue again. Nothing actually. There's nothing Baba, for fifty cook. Baba, Baba you for fifty cook. Wait till you won 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 cook. We for fifty cook. We don't go win now. We don't go win. 
No. We for two uh, days finish now. We, we go we feel the grass. If you remember something, when when Ronaldo won the uh, um, European Cup in 2016, we shot these people up, and they only came back. That, you know, you know, that one way we is it that one that won on the bench or is it which one? Euro 2016. I'm talking about Euro 2016. That's what I'm saying. Is it the one you won on the bench? I just, I, I'm just asking. He was injured, now, Baba. He was, was he not injured, Baba. We saw the one. Was he not on the bench? <laughs> but it was on the, it was on the pitch when they scored the winning goal. Not be seven minutes he played. Yeah, uh, but you know, play. Who carried the which final? Anyway, anyway, Mister Kelvin, we need to understand that we lost, we, we lost the war. But we can we can revive the argument in the ten years or eight years from now. I say, you know what? Yeah. Anywhere what you are going, going, I will follow you there, Jack. What, what it depends on your perception. Me, I shall believe I have spoken for so many Ronaldo fans tonight. Like hey, you, no, you betrayed no, the plan that you No, you never speak for me. Ronaldo is the I don't see truth. Make I don't talk now. You know, say you guys are set for your for your leader. Once once already once already beat you, nothing you can do about it. You have to. Do not do not accept. For me, I not accept. Now you think with that. Also, 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 judging by the fact that Ronaldo himself really wanted it to be him. You saw when they asked him the question in, in when Piers Morgan asked him, he was so excited. Talked about it. Say when he say you score hat trick, was like too good, too good, too good. You get so you cannot say that oh you people did not care about the world like the World Cup is the biggest like you can't argue with it anymore like it's not what do you want to say if Ronaldo win I'm safe and so me I for I for pack my boss too because like any anybody you argue with that is a sensible person will beat you hands down you are fighting a battle you cannot win so I agree with with Jack that is is one of the if not the best Ronaldo fan I know, to be honest. Him and my daddy. My daddy too, because I watch the match with my dad. My dad is like Jack too. <laughs> Ronaldo, man. You get to, after we was watching, everybody was praying for Papi to, you know, break hearts. But he was just written in the stars. And immediately he did this. My dad was like, man, can't argue anymore. And so, seeing my dad and Jack do that just brought me peace. So, yeah, because I'm like, you people can't argue anymore. You genuinely, you can't argue it with logical, emotional, I test to Messi has more Ballon d'Or. He has the World Cup. Okay, yes, he has more. You have more Champions League, but it's just one. And uh, you are the goal-scoring uh, goal machine. Messi has more golden boots. Do you get Messi? Messi has more goal cont- more contribution. He has played less games. Yes, he does not have as much goals, but more head-to-head wins. Honorable, like, off your mic, off your mic, honorable. <laughs> please off your mic. I think. I think. I think. Ah, uh, Kelvin, Mr. Kelvin, let me add one more thing. I want to tell you that I made a mistake by saying we lost the war. What we lost is the battle, not the war. You, do you know why? I'm going to tell you why now. Now you're talking. We have to outdo Messi next five years. We have a player that we outdo Messi in the next five years. And his name is Kai Havertz. You need to trust that guy. <laughs> go for your mic, go for your wait, mic. Go wait, for your wait, mic. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yes. yeah, calm down, calm down. I'm I'm here. Here. I'll, I'll talk about for you. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go to that also. Is there any way hey. we can prepare a class action against 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 uh, Jack for that adverse uh, conversation he's always bringing up? 
Is there any way we can join money, all of us? Make we sue that guy. You think they pay me out of the money? What a young person on top of a tree cannot see it. What I'm seeing in Alves, the last the last player I saw that kind of thing was in this and that. I'm telling you now. I just say you are even talking on back yourself or something. You, you don't carry, you don't sneak. Alves come there again. But my, you go beg you. Let me. This guy will. If he does not score 95 goals in the calendar year, come and punch. You guys, you guys have been seeing this thing since. This are this is not this is not the third season. Every season, we're always saying that you pick, you pick, you pick. Um, Pete, um, what's, your, um, what's your two take on this? Please, none of us can argue, can have it again. I want you to tell me the truth now. How many young players do you know have scored in the Champions League final? The only goal. And they dribbled this. So, you will use one goal. One goal. Shade will be touched back. Forever. I beg you. like that. You do like that. Six months, you use it as a propaganda forever. No, they do like that. What is it? I'm a Chelsea fan. What is it? 2021. Every Chelsea fan. Don't worry. I'm not going to do against my team. Most of you people are Messi fans. How many, how many, has Messi ever dribbled the goalkeeper in the Champions League final before? Go that day. Bro, why you like this now? I do not know, but why you like this? Why you like this? It's not generational talent. Yes, sir. <laughs> I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. I beg, you know it's like that. I beg, I beg, I The goalkeeper from outside the box in the Champions League final and to score the only goal. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I'm, I'm not blaming on Anamas. Not post for half of the, half of the na, season. Na, so his age mates that are scoring more than our team has scored in the entire season. Haaland, we don't score past Chelsea for this season. Which of them came in the Champions final? Wait now, Shebi, they are they are in Champions League now. That your guy, where they do Champions League final, Champions League. How many goals he gets? Is it not even if we reach Champions League final that generational talent is scoring? How many goals your guy get this season? You guys don't know this guy. He's the top scorer for Chelsea. How many of those players I mentioned? How many goals he get this season? You know what? Top scorer for Chelsea now. To be top scorer for Chelsea, no be achievement again. Exactly. It's easy to be top scorer in our club. Put a grandmother with one leg that is bent in front of that line, and she will be our top scorer. How many of those young players that you mentioned have, have, have lofted the ball over the goalkeeper to score this season? So now they use one skill, one skill. I like your, I like your. I never said that. Chelsea goes. This is never reached. He never reached twenty-nine. Let me tell you something. That goal. That have scored. The goal is scored last weekend and the weekend before that. That's good. That, those goals in my book, they are more than 30 goals. What are you guys saying? Please let me answer the question they brought me up to answer because. Please answer Bico, the question. Because, Bico, let me complete my submission. No, I'm an Asna fan. No. Eh, but Asna fan, yo. Na 10th position, na B. <laughs> so, MPs, who do you think uh, is winning the league and why? Oh, I definitely think Asna yeah. will win the league. City. Okay, um, yeah. And the reason I okay. think that, you know, um, Edmund brought up something about um, Man City's experience and, you know, their ability to turn the situation around. 
But even Arsenal showed us that they too they have the ability to turn a situation around. Remember that Bournemouth game? They were two down, and they came back and won that game three two. That showed like the the kind of mentality that is needed to hold on and win the league. These people, I believe, I believe strongly that they they can hold on with the last of their strength. They won because they were at home. That league. Whether at home or not, I know countless teams, mine included, if they score my team too like this, not if we happen. In fact, if we close the game half time, they go out. Which team they support? Chelsea. Hey. Nah, God, bless you, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for being truthful. So, if 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 a team can consistently show that kind of mentality in a in a season where the title favorites are not exactly very stable one two they are more focused on trying to win the champions league or like other trophies because people like say they don't to win premier league they don't be like you know normal thing for them so they're not actually very focused on this premier league but as now they are focused if you even check the way they played in their other competitions the teams are set fielded the, the people he put on the field how will he put Fabio Vieira to play a full 90 minutes if he wants to win the game? Obviously, he does not want to win. He's focused squarely on winning this Premier League. I feel like he can already test it. So, he's not even distracting himself. And so, that's why I believe that Arsenal is winning the league. Okay, okay. Um, Sir Obed. Okay, can I move your mic? Then we'll go to Dakot. Um, good evening, guys. Good evening, bro. How are you doing? I'm very well. So, uh, who wins the league? Arsenal or City? I think, just like almost everybody has said, from the beginning of the season, I was very skeptical about Arsenal winning the league because it's Arsenal. We all know how they always capitulate when it comes to things like this. But um, with um, Ateta, there seems to be a shift in mindset. Like the previous uh, speaker, the lady said, take case in point, the Aston Villa game also, although they had a little bit of help from their former player, that is um, Emi Martinez here. So, but beyond all of that, you can see that hunger and you can see that um, progression in the team. This is, I think this is Ateta's third year coaching them and... Unlike my United, look at the work, um, what's his name? Ten Hag is doing in United in less than a year. You see that my United are making like very express progress at a much quicker rate. And you can attribute that to the kind of players they signed. They've gotten quality players. But for Ateta, you see that he has chosen to build with the young players he has. And just look at it. Look at how these young players are performing. Look at Saka. Saka is probably the best player in the league right now. Look at Martinelli. Martinelli is balling seriously. And Odega also is having his best season. Right now, you can compare Odega to Kevin De Bruyne comfortably without having any form of bias this season. And um, when we talk about the bench, they have Trossard there that has experience in the Premier League and we've seen him contribute a whole lot to them in the past three, four, five games. And going into their the run into the end of the season. They don't have any form of commitment at all. Just like everybody has said, Godiola, his eyes will be on the Champions League because if I were Godiola, I'll be bored of winning the league already. The last time he won the league was probably at Barcelona, which is about 10 years ago or more. And for a manager like him, I know 
and I'm quite sure that that would be his primary focus right now because he's won the league four out of five times in the last in the past years and this is basically what has been eluding him since he left Barcelona. He went to Bayern Munich, he couldn't do it with them and he has come to Man City and with all the money they've spent in building the team, I think that's the final piece that would make him more of a legendary manager for Man City, although we know it doesn't take much to be a legend at Man City anyways. So I think his main focus to be on the Champions League and I even think he's not even going to win that because you know the kind of person Guardiola is. He overthinks things a whole lot. Like, okay, this thing has been working for you. Okay, stick to it now. Going into some important games. Like That's when you see him changing tactics and all of that, all of that. So for me, I I think Arsenal is still going to win it. I don't want them to. Anyways, if I'm being very honest, I don't want them to. But the way it looks... They don't have any distractions going into the end of the season. And the other team, Man City, still has the FA Cup to play for. They still have the Champions League, which I think primarily would be their focus. And Arsenal, they have just that league to face. And look at um, this um, um, international break. Most, most of their players also were not called up. So that means they have quite a bit of time to rest. Even those that were called up, they wouldn't get to play as much games. And I think that would go a long way to help them into the running for the end of the season. If Man City is going to win the league, that means Arsenal has to have like a very huge collapse, lose three, four games in a row, which, based on their performances from the beginning of season right up to this point, I don't see happening. At least we know for you to want to win the league, you have to do very well against the small teams, maybe you're not very good against the top six teams, but we've seen them do very well against both the top six teams and the smaller team, they've picked up almost all available points in that point. So, in my opinion, I think Arsenal would most likely win it. I don't want them to, but I just have to be factual based on their form and um, the fixtures and their focus. Because right now, that's the only thing they have to play for. And if into a me, I would want to give my all to win this. It's been, I think, about close to 20 years now that Arsenal have not won the league. So I think that's, that would be their plan. Yeah. And I think they would, they would get it at the end of the day. Okay, okay. Um, first, um, first question What team do you support? I'm a Milan fan. Milan. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a bit unconventional. So the second yeah. question, um, I like I see how everyone is like um about Arsenal and everything, but with City, yeah, we can say that in as much as they have, like, okay, we can say okay, Werner is their best player or something. Or Haaland is scoring a thousand and one goals, but like we can say for certain that if anyone really like injured in that team, I don't think it will really stop the dynamics of the team as as much. But if we look at Arsenal now. Let's say something happens to start. For example, as important as that, do you think it affects their title run or the chemistry will still be there and someone can actually play that right wing the way Saka has been carrying? Because Saka has practically played almost every game. Uh, okay, for, for me, for me, what I think is it would affect nobody because he's their best player this season. But if I'm being very honest, one thing I've seen in this Arsenal team 
from the first game of the season even to right now they have they've had a mentality shift she understand so even those that were not performing martinelli was not performing the way he was now what's his name saka too um shaka that is the central or defensive midfielder was not performing the way he was now so if you look at that team you, you would see very well that ateta has gotten into their head and gotten that um winning mentality into them you'd see um what's his name Chris nelson he's not gotten a lot of playing minutes but the very few playing minutes he's gotten he has been very impactful despite not playing a whole lot so i think even if anybody gets injured for asna right now that mentality that believe that okay we really can do this that hunger within all the players i think it would see them over the line barring a very huge collapse whereby the whole team drops in morale and really to be honest i, I really do not see that happening anytime soon okay okay um thank you very much let me hear from um dako then we'll move to benny and akim okay um good evening everyone good evening brian so i do i decide now Concerning concerning the league, I'm going to tip Arsenal. Though it's going to be a tight one, in the fact that um, in as much as Arsenal are being consistent and being persistent in their in their goal to win the the EPL this season, mostly are like Baba, as they do your own, Mister Ebe Obako. And for me, the fixtures that Arsenal has. I think it's kind of favorable to them at this point in time, because for me, the fish, the the ten features they have next, I think it's only Man City that is like their tough point, because all of their teams are beating them this season. Liverpool, Chelsea, Liverpool are not in form. West Ham are not in form. Chelsea are not in form. So, and the other ones apart from the big six are not really much of a problem to them. So if they can, they can just stay focused. I know there's pressure on them right now, but if they can just stay focused, they should win the Premier League. Okay, because okay. it's just um, City. Um, it's just thank City you, right Edmund. There. Do you have anything to say, or should I move to um? I'm gonna let let you know, go to the next person. Thank you. Okay, but um, Edmund, you can't miss. Yeah. Hi. Good evening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> the way everybody is just mentioning Arsenal, uh, I hope we won't <laughs> we won't be down at the end of at the end of uh, the league. And uh, I I I guess the league will actually go down the line. You know, if you look at the tenacity of uh, Arsenal, if you look at the consistency, you actually know uh, we are capable of uh, doing it. Even during the days of uh, the invisible. We've not been this uh, consistent. Uh, we had a whole lot of draw then. But now I think um, Ateta was able to work on the mentality of the guys. And uh, for the new recruitment, I think they actually came at the right time and they were able to help the team. And uh, I think Arsenal have the depth uh, right now. I heard somebody talking about um, Saka getting injured. I think we also have some players that can fill up the likes of uh, Trussard and so on and uh, they've they've actually gotten the form. 
to actually do the work this season. So I am banking on um, Manchester City uh, progressing in the Champions League. I'm also banking on, on some of those away games they have. They, they will play with teams that have been consistent in Premier League at away. I mean, uh, Fulham, Brighton, and uh, they will also be playing Brentford. And they will also be playing away games with teams that are struggling um, through the relegation battle, the Southampton and Everton. And we know what those teams can do. And uh, for our own away game, I, I guess we've gotten more points at away and we've not been considering uh, so much uh, at away. Yeah, and uh, for people talking about we having a Liverpool match and we having Chelsea match, I think... Um, if Liverpool would be brutal on us, they will also be brutal on Manchester City. If a team like Chelsea pick his form and is brutal on us, they will also be brutal on Manchester City. So it's, it's just a win, win or win situation, and it will go down the line. You know. That's okay. What, what do you think about your day, What do you think about your Man City match? Since you're on the topic of when they pick form, because you have Liverpool, you have um, Chelsea, and you also have Man City. Do you feel like you can win that game? I have actually zeroed the Man City, uh, Man City match. I felt we don't have a chance there. If anything happens, it's a miracle. But <laughs> that doesn't still determine the league. It's still, it's still very open. We'll be having two, two, points, two points ahead. Like I said, I rely on the away games. I saw how Manchester City have been playing their away games for the past 10, 10 matches. And I saw how they struggle in those away games looking at the like of Crystal Palace and so on. And I rely so much on the, on the teams that have gotten the consistency. I mean, uh, at home. I mean, Brentford, the like of Brighton and so on. I rely on them to do those dirty jobs. And I also rely on Manchester City moving forward in other competition. I think it will give Arsenal a better chance. And Arsenal have only, and I, I guess it's 10 matches right now. Uh, we have no injury problem, and I think it's them finals for them to win. So, okay, okay. Um, thank you. Um, Akin, you can mute your mic. Then we we'll move to Nigerian sports fan. Nigerian sports fans still wants to talk about league and trophy, but okay, no Allah. Akin, you can mute your mic. Okay. Uh. So how's it going, guys? Um. Hello, bro. What's we'll up? So, how, um, yeah. Right? That's the question. Who we'll wins the league? Okay. Uh, personally, I don't think the answer is a tough one because all the all the, all the the arrows point towards us now. And the reason I would say that is because um, I remember watching the match against Tottenham. That was the last season. The match that they actually got, you know, Arsenal got wife 3 0. I remember watching that match. And I was looking at the system in which Ateta created for them. And I must applaud Ateta because the system in which Arsenal plays is actually mind-blowing. If you think of the fact that there's no single team in the Premier League this season that has outdone them when it comes to possession, when it comes to, you know, shots on target and stuff like that. Even when they were beating at Man City, you look at the match, you realize the first goal is a mistake by Tommy Asu, you realize uh, Thomas Partey goes off, you know, you just realize that it's because they were not in their natural natural self. And even that is still allowed because the system that Ateta created for them is wow. Those guys, 
the last three or four matches, they didn't even have to get out of their second year, except maybe the one against Bournemouth where they have to score the final means the equalizer at the end. And you know they went with clean sheets, and they are just you know they are just playing really well, and it, it makes a lot of sense because Guardiola actually created such that system for Man City too, and you can tell in their games, like you you'd expect them to have a tough game, and eventually they just scraped it one zero because of that system that both Pep and Arteta created for those teams, and these teams they are bullying everyone. You look at Arsenal's match against Man U where they lost against Man U. And you look at the match and you realize that it, the difference was very fine. And the one they won, you know, you, you look at how they lost, look at them, a long shot from Rashford, you look at the other goal, a, a header from Martinez, Martinez of all defenders to be the one to score a header. So you make sure you understand that the team is, it has been set up in such a way that they, they, they are really playing to their strength. And then you think that a single injury can cripple them, but it doesn't look like it. Now they have the options of, rest throughout the week like they have like seven days between their games they have time to go I, I don't actually see i don't even see chelsea liverpool or any of those teams beating them because the way arsenal is so set up everything they play against just sitting a low block against them already like once they, i remember the match i think um arsenal newcastle where they played zero zero like once they did the first pass newcastle had the first attempt the next thing they went straight to six defenders and they don't even want to play them. Like they just sit sit deep against them and they still find a way to break them down because the system is superb. Those players are on form. You look at players like Trossard with you know Patrick of Assist and Harding Moore. You look at Jesus that can play all over the front line. Trossard can play all over the front line. Martinelli can play over the front line. Saka can play his role specifically, but he can play to a very high extent. You look at Nelson can play left wing, right wing. You look at Odegaard in between. You look at there are a lot of players in there that they're actually doing really quality things and they can focus. The best part is that there's actually no pressure on them because in reality, they were not expected to be here at the beginning of the season. So now they're just enjoying themselves. That's all they do. You look at even the way they play, the, 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 the way they, they, you know, they celebrate. They celebrate like they're kids. You know the way kids go about stuff. They go out, they pick themselves up. Look at the loss at the Europa. Martinelli you know, played the penalty you know he lost the penalty and you will think that he'd be dejected it didn't even look like it the guy just went around shaking people like this was not even our target in the first place the next match he scored the first goal you know that's that's exactly what you say about them they are not they are not so uh, how we left it they are not so bothered about what's going on there's no it feels like there's no pressure on them that's exactly how they look like it their captain is Odegaard a very young player they bought Jesus and Zinchenko from City they have four titles between them. They have Jorginho from Chelsea in their bench. That's a Champions League winner. So you look at them all around this, the bright mixture of experience and youth. They're in a system that is so balanced. And you're like, what could go wrong? Is it injuries? Saliba had an injury. That's their key defender. He had an injury and they won 4 1 with Odin. Odin of all people. And he had, you know, a man almost close to the man of the match rating because he was so good in the system. You know, the system just makes you look better. That's what. And I think that's one of the things that Chelsea is missing as a team. They, they really do not have a system that they are playing in. So when you look at you know, Arsenal, for example, every player, every player just comes in you know, and plays well. Tierney came in with Zinchenko in less than five or six minutes. He already had an assist to his name. It's just like everybody that just comes in. You know, they are enjoying themselves because they understand what their manager has set down for them. And they are just doing it to fit their needs. And they, there's even no loss that they've had this season that is disheartening. Because everything, they were meant to win. Look at the game against City, they were meant to win. Look at the game against Mai, even the first one they lost. They were meant to win. Look at 
all of the matches that they lost, you realize that this was just a one-off thing. The only match I think they did really badly was against Everton. And even that, it was, you know, just an off day. And that's the only one I've seen this whole season. So, I'll just normally just pick them to take to take the lead yeah, at the end of yeah. the season. Okay, okay, okay. I think everyone is aging towards us now, which we're seeing a lot of good points. Um, let's just have about two people before we round it off. Um, Nigerian, okay, I don't think he has gotten on yet. Uh, Chief. Okay, sorry, before he speaks. Okay. I'm sorry, I want I have one thing to say. I have something to say. Very important before yeah. he speaks. Okay, so okay. if you're on this space and you've been enjoying the conversation, obviously it means that like you're a football fan, you get. So if you want to build a football audience for yourself, you want to build a football brand, you want to have football followers, you get you want to work with football brands, you want to watch football and get paid, you get and you are struggling, maybe you've been on Twitter for a long time, you see Jack say the most basic things and get 200 million likes. <laughs> you see Kai Kai Havert and he gets 60,000 likes. You get, you see me, for example, as well. But you are struggling with maybe audience problem. You don't have an audience. You have or don't have engagement on your post anytime you post. It feels like you're invincible on Twitter you are struggling you've been stuck on 2000 followers or 1000 followers which you got from follow for follow for like five years six years maybe two years you get and maybe you tweet nobody engaged and then you just stop tweeting okay so there's a way to solve all that you get pep edmond has been able to figure out a system you understand i've grown my brand on this platform understood the way twitter works you get and i've been able to teach other people as well other young football creators will are doing massive things for themselves some of them are on this space now you get so if you are having any of those problems please just send me a dm now you can just dm football and i will introduce you to the system it's very simple you get it's very simple and you are going to have a lot of fun you get engagement on your post organic the ones are not follow for follow not retweet i will teach you how it's done you get so if you are having any, any of the problem you, you want to create content you don't know what to talk about you don't have an audience you don't get engagement on your posts you don't have followers and you want that you get you want that because there's a lot of power that comes with it, a lot of money as well you get you want that for yourself just dm me football now and we'll find time to talk okay so thank you nice 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 um chief justice um you can meet your mic but jack do you have anything to say Okay, Joe. Okay, just you can meet your mic. All right. Uh, good evening, everyone. And uh, it's good to be here. Uh, the topic is Arsenal, right? Arsenal or City, who wins the league? Yeah. And well, I'd I'd say it should be straightforward. Easily, someone should say that should say Arsenal, but as things stand, it would be foolhardy, if I must say to rule out Manchester City at this point. And the reason I'm saying this, I'm saying this is this. If you look at the recent trajectory of Manchester City this season, they are beginning to pick form. Or they've picked form. Let me not even say they are beginning to. And it's something they have gotten used to under Pep Guardiola, at least after his first season in charge. You know, they just find a way of going into this roller coaster mood in the last 15, 20 games and then they brush every single team aside and maybe just get one or two draws and then they win the league. Uh, the good thing this season is that, well, as we've said, Arsenal has been consistent, but 
I think a lot is going to depend on that trip to Anfield. If points are dropped in that trip to Anfield, then I think it's going to be very costly for Arsenal because after that, they are going to be going to the Etihad to play City. And trust me, if City know that they beat Arsenal and then they top the league, I can bet my bottom dollar that they beat Arsenal. I'm an Arsenal fan, but I'm saying this because the City we are seeing this season, especially at this point, the issue they had at the start of the season was first adapting to the new system with Haaland. They really not played in that mode before. Aguero, yeah, was a, a central striker, but it was different with him. At least he knew how to drop deep sometimes. And of course, Pep Guardiola looked for ways to avoid him and play Jesus a lot of times. But now with Haaland starting every other game, you know that the system had to change. And it cost them synergy. You know, they had to understand the new pattern. That's one. And then the defence was a problem. You know, they were basically in sixes and sevens when the season started. They were conceding goals for fun. You remember that 3-3 three, three, three with um, Newcastle? And they kept conceding goals for fun at the start of the season. But now, the past six games, they've not considered a single goal in all competitions. And that's scary, you know, for a team like City, who will go on to score a lot of goals. I mean, the last two, they scored 13. So that tells you that something is cooking, if I must say. So you have to be scared for City at this point. So I think, like I said, that trip to, to Anfield will be it. If Arsenal can beat Liverpool at, Anf at Anfield, which is a rarity these days, last season they didn't lose a single game at home. This season they've lost only once, despite how terrible Liverpool has been this season. They've lost just once at Anfield. And it's difficult to see if it happens. If Arsenal can beat Liverpool at Anfield, then trust me, Arsenal is winning the league. Not because of how, how good Arsenal is going to play, but because of what that would do to the mentality of the boys. Because any team going to Anfield to beat Liverpool there, it's, it's something that can change the mood in your dressing room, not just for one season, but for seasons to come. So I, I, think, I think a lot a lot will boil down to that game. And of course, Liverpool too. That, 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 that game on, uh, after international break, Liverpool-Manchester City will also define a lot. So I think Liverpool is basically deciding this season, if you ask me. Because apart from that, I see other games as winnable games for Arsenal and even City. Apart from that, of course, why, why I say Liverpool is because City plays Liverpool, Arsenal plays Liverpool before Arsenal and City eventually meet. So it will tell you a lot what happens if the gap will be closed before that meeting or if Arsenal can even enlarge the gap a bit more. So if Arsenal can get even a point at Anfield, then I think... My money will be on Arsenal, but for now, for now, I'm I'm very very wary of 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 Manchester City because I think, I think my head says Arsenal is going to lose to Liverpool at Anfield, and then if they go to City, boy, I think it's going to be difficult for Arsenal to get a win. But as it stands, well, it's easy to say Arsenal, but trust me, just just a little, a little, a little. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just edging with Arsenal a little, maybe because I'm a fan, but. I think Arsenal, Arsenal just a little bit, but I will not be surprised if City takes it because at this point, they are used to it and they've done it several times and again. So I won't be surprised if they do it again. Yeah, yeah. Very valid point. Very, very point. Uh, we'll take one more um, listener then. We can wrap it off. Uh, Sami Nine. Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening, bro. Yeah, uh... So basically, Arsenal or City who is winning the league. Uh, it all, you know, we can't say for sure, but looking at it from, you know, like using instincts, 
it all boils down to some, you know, um, key factors. For example, um, how far City can go in the Champions League. If City should crash out against um, Bayern Munich um, in the Champions League, then, you know, it's going to be a tough ride for, for Arsenal themselves. Also, another thing is, you know, we, we, we mentioned something, something about um, injury. Yeah, they could cope, you know, Arsenal could cope in, in multiple, uh, you know, multiple um, positions if their best players, um, you know, get struck by an injury. But if uh, Odegaard, for example, if Odegaard goes out with an injury, I don't think they have a very good cover who is up to standard, you know, to take his place. And that would be a very huge blow on them. And also, like the last speaker said, um, the Liverpool game would most likely be the deciding factor. But kudos to what Ateta has done with that team because earlier this season, I was like, everything we see, um, you know, CB is Arsenal that we know, bottling company. Yeah. They will see. But I watched um, a game, I watched a game earlier this season. I can't really remember that much. I think it was. Um, against West Ham. They were leading, I mean, they were trailing the game, I think, with two goals or two goals to one. And then they turned the game around and won that game. And I was like, anytime these guys want to score, trust me, those guys are going to score. Another example is um, against Manchester United. Where, where they won 3-2. Any game they want, to, they want to score, they will most likely score. But, you know, that all boils down to, uh, I feel this guy is the key to the team, um, Odegaard. If he stays injury-free, then I'm, taking, uh, I'm tipping Asna to, to win the league. But if not, it will be, you know, they will really struggle in the middle of the pack because the guy is, you know, is their key to unlocking defences, honestly. If you look at Asna's game, is their key to unlock unlocking defense. If you know it goes out, their most likely option will be Patrick Vieira, who we know is he's not yet uh, up to the Premier League standard, actually. So I feel it all boils down to the um, you know, like they've only they've stayed injury free all season with only uh, I think um Pate going out and some you know other play uh, positions where the the they could uh, get uh, a valuable cover. But that Odegaard position, I feel, is really, really... Uh, it lacks a very good cover for them. And yeah. again, yeah. if Man City crashes out of the Champions League against Bayern, then it's going to be a tough ride for us now. Okay. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Um, um, Jack and... Um, Urs, I hope, do you have anything to say before I round it off? Okay, okay. Um, I just want to say that I've enjoyed myself really. Um, I like the episode so much, I like the space so much. I'm going to put it on my podcast, Vibe with Edmond Doris. Yeah, so it'll be there forever. You understand? So I like it. I've enjoyed myself. Thank you for inviting me. Thank Jack for coming. <laughs> Thank Jack for coming. We need to look for something that's to be bantering each other with because I think the Messiah Ronaldo one is just done. You get, but I know it will happen naturally. We won't force it, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank uh, you. Um, I want to thank you especially for bringing us um, 
I believe that everyone here enjoyed this and um maybe maybe we are going to do this again. This is uh quite fun. Edmond, I would love to be on your podcast soon so that we can I properly discuss uh, these issues. Anyway, um before I go, let me let me thank the audience. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I I trust that you enjoyed yourself too. Then I want to I want you to go with this message and I'll come back in five years to remind you, God willing. Kai Alves is the best player in the world. He's a generational talent. He'll be greater than Ronaldo and Messi. He's going to win three World Cup titles and he's going to win four Champions League titles. Please write it down somewhere and quote me. I'm a senior advocate of Nigeria. I don't lie. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening, guys. Banta, banta food this country. So, um, thank you all for joining in. Um, if this is your very first Catholic space, um, Catholic is a modern-day gift card exchange platform that bridges the gap between individuals and businesses who need discounted gift cards as payment alternatives. We buy and sell gift cards at the most affordable rates. Uh, we have um, tons of spaces like this, and just stay tuned, follow us, and you will be seeing much more fun and interesting conversations with your favorite influencers. Thank you all, and have a great evening. Peace.